Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for every good thing that you are doing in our life. Even in our trials, even in our tribulations, you are still teaching us something new. You are putting us through a process. You are letting us learn it so that in a way that we don't forget that lesson. And you teach us forgiveness as well, so that we don't latch ourselves onto it, but we let it go. We pick our lessons and we move on in our life and our journey towards the light that you show us, the place that you are taking us. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for your love that is everlasting. We thank you for your grace upon our life. We thank you for the mercy that you renew for us every day. We thank you for this very gift of life, this journey, this pilgrimage that you have allowed us to undertake. And we thank you. We are still here, Father, and you call each of us by name to be with you, that you can continue to pour out your love, even in the times when we don't see it, even in those situations where we worry about certain things. And we forget that you still love us. We forget that you're still standing beside us. And we forget that you are still for us. So who and what can be against us and still stand and prevail? We ask forgiveness, Lord, for all the times that we have doubted you. For all the times we have let fear creep in. For all the times we have given up on our joy and picked up worry. For all the times we have felt overconfident on our own capabilities. We ask forgiveness, Father. For all those crowns that we are on our head, that we wear on our head. For all the times we have said, I am a self-made person. I have done this out of my own capability. Forgetting that every talent, every gift upon our life has come from you. Even if it is through our genetics. We thank you, Father, for your love that you continue to pour out on us. And you do not take those away. But you let us learn our lessons. We thank you, Jesus. And all the peace and the joy, Lord, that you pour into our hearts and in our lives. Today, we want to share that same peace and the joy with this love in our heart, Father, that you have put and instilled in us. We share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those that are Christians and do not yet know you personally, with all those that do not want to know you and have turned away. And today... We want to focus on that, that birthright that we have been despising and ignoring out of our ignorance. And we share it also, Lord, with all those for whom prayer requests have been made on this group and those that have no one to pray for them. And we ask for a quickening in their spirit, Lord, that they might call on your name and they might be saved. As we make our prayer, Father, we come with this understanding that with everyone that calls on your name shall not end up in shame, but shall be saved. So we call on the name of our maker, our father, our creator, the lifter of men, the ancient of days, the one who is our strength and our shield, the God of hope, and the God who is a consuming fire that tests and purifies us and raises us up, free from all that iniquity, free from all impurity. 
led by his spirit, guided by his word. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who came to demonstrate it to us, the second Adam, who showed what that template, that image, that life of Adam should look like. He came to rectify all mistakes. He came to atone for all our sins, but our case even in advance. And it is he who is our daily bread sent down straight from heaven. It is he who is the word. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit that makes that word real and alive and flesh to dwell within us. So that when we then meditate on it, understand it and observe to do according to what it says. Then just as his word in Joshua 1, it says, we shall make our way prosperous. We shall live in that abundance that he came to give us, which he said he came in John 10.10. 10. We shall have good success in every endeavor. We shall step into your ways, Father, and take on the image and likeness, the character, the nature of Jesus. That realm of Galatians 2.20 that we pray for in our lives. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit, the gift of prayer, where we are able to legally authorize you to step in and join this word and spirit together so that there is a new creation in all situations of chaos, confusion, worry, storms. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. All we need is to activate it to focus on you, work with you, to activate that power, that system of advantage you have given us, that you make known through your word. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with every physical need, work of our hands, roof over our heads, clothing on our body, protection in every circumstance around us, in our going out and in our coming in. We thank you, Lord, that it is your will that we should always be above and never below. There should be, that we should always be the head and never the tail. We thank you, Father. And we ask for the grace to be obedient to your word and walk within your will, not looking to the left or to the right, but straight ahead before us to the path that you have lit up for us. We thank you, Father, that you raise that hedge of protection around us on both sides as barricades when we walk in that obedience. We thank you, Jesus. And as we make our prayer and reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting, every member of their family and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. And Christians everywhere by your precious blood, Lord. We declare it as our spiritual barricade, that every force of wickedness that comes against this barrier, let it be judged by the fire of heaven in the name of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. Let that kingdom come and let your will be done in our lives, Lord, in this earth. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us. To protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism and any kind of natural disasters. I declare divine exemption. We command our morning this day. 
declaring divine exemption against each of these. We command success. We command a closer relationship with our Father. Let this day that the Lord has made and blessed with all his benefits, let that be attracted towards us in the Spirit. We command that angelic protection as well in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Today, I'd like to reflect on the verses from Genesis 25, verse 27 to 34. The early time of Esau. And the Bible says there in the previous verse, verse 26, that Rebekah gave birth to twins, Jacob and Esau, and the Bible called it two nations. And the all important thing for us to understand there is that Jacob represents the called nation, God's chosen people, while Esau represented, he was also called Edom, and his descendants became the Edomites. In the Bible, you see references to Edomites in a lot of places. These are the children, the generations of Esau. He was also called Edom, a red-skinned person. And he represents the uncalled man of the earth. So we're seeing the called man and the uncalled man of the earth. Now, when you look closely, and I'll read the verses first, then we'll get into that discussion. So verse 27 to 34. When the boys grew up, Esau was an able and a skilled hunter, a man of the outdoors. But Jacob was a quiet and peaceful man. He was content to stay at home and live in the tents. Now you see who's got the capability, who's got the skills. Probably, I would say he would have had leadership as well because he was more outgoing, probably brave and bold. And he was the firstborn. Verse 28. Now Isaac loved and favored Esau because he enjoyed eating his game. That is the game that he hunted and brought. But Rebekah loved and favored Jacob. Verse 29. Jacob had cooked some lentils too, one day. And when Esau came from the field and he was famished, famished is he's very hungry and tired. And Esau said to Jacob, please let me have a quick swallow of that, swallow of that red stuff there that you have made because I am exhausted and famished. And Jacob, being the shrewd one, opportunistic one, even though it says he was quiet and lived in tents, he was very smart here to say, first sell me your birthright, the right of being a firstborn. Now, what was the right of the firstborn at that time? The firstborn got a double portion of the inheritance as compared to all his siblings. But more importantly, he got his father's blessings. And that blessing here was not ordinary. That was covenanted Abrahamic blessing, the blessing that God gave to Abraham. We saw that Abraham blessed his son in the same way he blessed Isaac, although he had other sons. That blessing only sat with Isaac. And then Isaac later was conned into blessing Jacob. Jacob fooled him 
in believing that he was Esau. That you see at a later stage here. So that's about the birthright. Here, it's about him saying to Esau now, first sell me your birthright. Verse 32, Esau said, look, I am about to die if I do not eat soon. So of what use is this birthright to me? Are you seeing where the priority is? Is our priority our belly? Or are we looking at bigger picture? What did Esau see there? Now he represents the unsaved man, remember. The uncalled man. That is a dangerous question even in today's time. And that's what we're reflecting on today. Jacob said, verse 33 now, Jacob said, swear an oath to me today that you are selling it to me for this food. Now I'm reading Amplified Extensions. You may not see these words in others, but if you want to use the same wording, look at Amplified. So he swore an oath to him and sold him his birthright. And then Jacob gave Esau bread and lentils too, and he ate and drank, and got up and went on his way. In this way, Esau scorned his birthright. Is our focus also only on just surviving? And are we ignoring our spiritual birthright? Do we even know? Many of us don't know what that spiritual birthright is. Everyone that is born in the spirit through faith becomes Abraham's descendant and his covenant blessings are yours. You should be living in abundance. Abraham came out of his home country poor, but the Bible says he became rich then when he followed the way of God and he walked by faith with God. It was like he was given a new birth, taken into a new place. And today we can be born in the spirit. But are we giving it away instead being too busy, only looking to pay our bills and to get by, to get past that month? And then we'll see the next month again another time. Or are we looking at something more that lies beyond? Are we taking on that position like Edom, like Esau? Or are we looking at the way Jacob saw it? He wanted that blessing. It was not about the possession. It was not about the double share in the inheritance. You should be living in abundance, but are you giving it away instead in cheap exchange for small benefits? And that is why we pray every day when we pray about strongholds, we pray about busyness, we pray about poverty. 
because that can keep us so busy with just seeking that piece of bread and bowl of food that we forget what God has covenanted and kept for us. And how do you then rise up? Because we will keep living in that cycle, the rat race as we now call it. Think again. You have to start your prayer with God. There has to be more. This is not it. How many of us settle for jobs we don't like? Contend with injustice, trickery, bullying as well. And still say it's okay and put up with it. Esau came from the field and was very hungry. Jacob said, sell me your birthright. Now let's look at Jesus. Okay, I'm going to compare the two now. Jesus, when he emerged from the wilderness after fasting and praying for 40 days, we see that in Matthew 4. And Satan said, I know you're hungry, just like Esau. The question he then raised was, if you are the son of God. Is he questioning his birthright? If you are the son of God, turn these stones to bread. What did Esau do? And in contrast, what did Jesus do? Esau sold his birthright for food. Jesus said, Jesus knew his birthright. He was the son of God. And he said, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. This is your birthright. Satan said, bow down to me, worship me, give me the authority over that birthright so I can control you and manipulate you. And I will give you all these kingdoms you see. He took him to the high mountain and said that. Are you seeing the difference in responses here? The called one and the uncalled ignorant one. How many people today are willing to sacrifice all for fame, for riches, for luxury, etc.? It is not just poverty only. There's still ignorance there. Even on the other end of that spectrum. Not knowing that they should actually be walking in spiritual abundance as well. Just like John prayed in 3 John 1 2. I pray that you prosper even as your soul prospers. You prosper physically even as your soul prospers spiritually. Not knowing that they should actually be walking in abundance and dominion because of covenant, covenanted blessings. We need to stop and think twice on what we are really bartering and bargaining with when we accept any new arrangement from anyone. Is it a ploy of Satan trying to say, let's negotiate that birthright and then let these people live under slavery? That's what happened and has been happening all these years and that is the whole purpose why Jesus came to restore that glory, that birthright. Are you giving up your values, your benefits, your faith? We're now drilling down into the detail. Your beliefs, your faith and the grace that is made available from God when you turn away from him. Are you giving all of that up? Are you despising 
your birthright like Esau. This is something each of us have to think about and reflect on seriously. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that discernment, for wisdom, Lord, for understanding of what you are trying to show us. That our eyes be open to see your truth. You have made it all available to us. Your Bible says that the truth shall set us free. Your Bible also says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. You have given us your word and you have given us Jesus. You have given us your spirit as well. And you are saying they both are here just to set us free. We ask for that guidance, Lord, that direction, that quickening in our spirit. That when you draw us, we come to you. When you open our eyes, we see and walk in that truth, in that light, guided by your spirit. We walk towards the freedom that you have on offer in your kingdom. I ask for that edification this day, Lord, that transformation, that renewal of mind in each of these, each of us, your children, in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray, Lord, for all those that are battling sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures today. We pray for all families that are facing any kind of division and separation, everything that seeks to steal that abundance out of their lives, Lord. We curse it in the name of Jesus. For what you have joined together, whether it is as a family, whether it is as a friendship, whether it is as an association and the blessing that transfers and flows through that association, just like we've seen yesterday. Lord, what you have joined together there for our benefit and the benefit of all your children, let no man, no spirit divide and separate. Including from destiny helpers and the angels that you send us. We pray also, Lord, against every kind of stronghold that has grappled your people. It is not just common addictions and compulsions in our behavior. It is not just limited to those suggestions, but those of poverty, but more so ignorance of your word and your ways, your will. Busyness, and most importantly, prayerlessness. Let every such chain be broken by the blood of Jesus, Lord. We declare this today. We reject all of that. Keeps us away from you, Lord. And we cry out and call on your name. We pray also for our own needs, personal needs, those of our families and our friends. In a special way, those that are not yet saved, Lord. We ask for the gift of salvation for our brothers, for our sisters, for our own families as well, Lord. Quicken them and draw them to you, Lord. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you have always heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our prayer and our faith, making it our prayer of agreement, 
believing that when we ask that what we have agreed on in the name of Jesus that you will do for us. So this prayer is an answered prayer and we raise it at our platform of answered prayer that you have given us in your name. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. We must be intentional. We must press hard on it if we want it. Let us make our prayer now in the spirit. You can start with one syllable as well. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sandra 
labria batabra costeke entere prastekea The scripture that's been placed on my heart this morning is from Galatians 1, verse 10. Am I now seeking the favour of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still pleasing men, I should not be a servant of Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
we have a scripture shared in the chat. This is from Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, where quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And while we were reflecting there, the Lord also put on my heart words from Philippians chapter 3. That is from verse um, 18 and 19. Again, I'll read it from the NIV where it is written. For as I have often told you before and now tell you again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach. And their glory is in their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things. And verse 20 starts with, but our citizenship is in heaven. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have another scripture shared in the chat. This is from, taken from the NRSV CI. And this is from Isaiah 30 verse 18, where it is written, Therefore, the Lord waits to be gracious to you. Therefore, he will rise up to show you mercy to you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are those who wait for him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's powerful reflections he shares on all our social media platforms, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, as well as on our YouTube page, please share those with your family and friends. If you are being blessed also by the morning encounters, by the Friday Bible teachings and the daily rosary and divine mercy prayers, you can share those links with family, invite them to join, or they can even pray with the recordings. The recordings are stored on YouTube and on our Spotify page, and they're also posted on Facebook every day. Thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out boldly and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. Thank you, Thank Russell. You, Russell. God, God bless everyone. everyone.